Hi friend, and welcome to my corner of the internet. I am so happy that you're here. My name is Lex Shipley, and I like to think of myself as your personal hype girl. I'm a 20-something, multi-passionate entrepreneur, as well as mama and wifey, with a huge heart for serving others. That's why I created this podcast. I wanted to create a space where you can listen in and I can remind you of how capable and worthy you are of building a life that you love. So if you decide to hang out with me a while, you can count on content that keeps it real, empowers and uplifts you, and sometimes lights a fire under that booty as you rise to your potential. And hey, I just wanted to say that if you feel you were called to do more and be more and serve more and just make a big impact, you have found your people here. So sit back, settle in, and let's get better together. Hi, friend, and welcome to my corner of the internet. I am so happy that you're here. My name is Lex Shipley, and I like to think of myself as your personal hype girl. I'm a 20-something multi-passionate entrepreneur, as well as mama and wifey, with a big heart for serving others. That's why I created this podcast. I wanted to create a space for you to come listen in where I could remind you of how capable and worthy you are of creating a life that you love. So if you decide to hang out with me a while, you can count on content that empowers you and uplifts you and maybe sometimes kicks you in the butt as you rise to your potential. So sit back, settle in, and let's get better together. Hi friends, and thank you so much for pressing play today and tuning in to today's episode. To be totally authentic with you guys, I am sitting in my car again, um, getting some alone time. My toddler was acting like a freaking crazy person for the last two hours because the fire truck toy that I bought him today ran out of battery. Um, It was just like a cheap little thing that we picked up at Dollar Tree because he wanted it. And I was like, you've been good, so you can have that. Um, But anyway, the batteries ran out and it needs a special kind of battery, right? Not just like a double or triple A. It needs some little battery that I don't even know if I can get my hands on. And so he has literally, we put him down for bed. He has been screaming like a banshee over this thing. And we've sat down with him and tried to talk it through with him, letting him know, you know, we'll work on getting a battery tomorrow. You know, it's bedtime right now. And nothing, nothing was helping him until my husband finally just grabbed him in a big old bear hug and just forced his love upon him um and sometimes that's what we all need is we just need that warm loving embrace in the middle of our mental breakdowns right you know most of us don't need to be yelled at or screamed at or whatever and again being the the authentic and transparent person that I try to be (laughs) the last two hours have not gone without me raising my voice However, I think it was a really good reminder for us that, you know, when we're at our lowest, sometimes we just need the people around us to, to show us that love and that grace and that human connection of understanding, hey, I'm feeling really bad right now and I just need to, you know, feel really good. And 
I think that's a really great segue into today's episode of connection and the fact that as humans, we all really need it. And I have spent the last five or six years avoiding deep, vulnerable connection for many different reasons. Um, I think it really, I think it started manifesting itself after I had a couple of good friendships fall to the wayside, like high school friendships, right? Um, one kind of just grew apart as, you know, we, we headed into different seasons of life. I think that's very natural, especially, you know, when we're going in two different directions and that's fine. But even though it's fine, doesn't mean that it's not hurtful, right? And then the second friendship that I can think of ended in a very hurtful way. And I felt very blindsided by the ending of this friendship. And there was, you know, some hurtful feedback that I got that I was just completely, you know, oblivious to, to these things, you know, happening behind the scenes or I don't know, however you want to put that right. And so I think for a really long time, I tried to pretend like these friendships falling apart didn't bother me because I've always been the kind of person that, you know, I've never met a stranger, definitely very bubbly, a people person, always, you know, kind of have somebody around. But because I didn't really face my true feelings about these friendships, I slowly started to isolate myself and pull away from other potential deep and vulnerable, meaningful relationships because I was scared to put myself in that position again to feel hurt. And then the other thing that kind of happened, and I'm going to preface this with no one can make you do anything, right? And we need to be able to do things in spite of other people. However, when Alex and I, Alex is my husband, for those of you who are new around here, (laughs) when Alex and I got together, he was a very insecure person. He was very overweight, which made him not want to, you know, get out and about and meet new people. Um, And he was working through some of his own personal shit, right? Which we all are. And by no means am I saying, you know, this is all his fault. But I think both of those things that were going on, you know, me not facing my own problems and feelings of feeling hurt, maybe some abandonment, you know, feeling let down, you know, um, added to Alex also not feeling very extroverted and social and desiring connection in friendships. There was nothing pushing me to pursue connection in that way. And so for the last five or six years, I kid you not, um, I have pretty much lived as a hermit with the exception of showing up actively on social media because it is so easy to be confident behind a keyboard, is it not? Now, I will say I pride myself in not being a troll (laughs) behind the screen, not that kind of confidence, but I definitely think that over the years, I've been able to show up as the woman that I actually want to be in real life on social media, even though I was feeling insecure and very low in my real personal life. And 
so much of that is due to the lack of connections that I was having. And, you know, what's kind of funny, but it's not really funny, (laughs) is that, you know, when we stop pursuing things like friendships, we kind of get out of practice, right? And the more out of practice we get, you know, the more out of practice we get in something, um, the more insecure that we become around it, right? We lose that confidence because we're no longer just good at making friends. And so all of these things have been compounding in my life the last few years or so to really hold me back from pursuing friendships until we moved to Washington State. So again, for those of you who are new here, my husband and I decided to uproot our lives in South Carolina and move 3,000 miles away to Washington State. We kind of decided to do this on a whim um, back in 2019. I can't remember if I said that already or not. Um, We moved with our three cats and our not even one-year-old sold all of our stuff and moved across the country, which I can actually do a podcast episode on that. I think I will. That sounds good. Okay. Anyway, bunny trail. So like I was saying, I I had been living my life in this way of, you know, being anti-connection due to fear and insecurity and, you know, what have you until we moved to Washington. And when we moved to Washington, I felt like it was my opportunity to restart, you know, to have a clean slate and to start over and to try again. And so we have been in Washington since December of 2019. And then of course the world shut down a few months later in 2020 and now the world is open again. And so I feel like this last year and a half, I have been revving myself up to getting ready to start building real deep vulnerable friendships and y'all it has been terrifying (laughs) I'm just gonna be honest with you just because I made the decision that you know I'm ready to start putting myself out there I am ready to start embracing these connections that hasn't made it easier it has made me more intentional but it hasn't made it easier and so I've been meeting up with different women over the last few months since March of this year, like face to face in person, you know, taking it from Bumble BFF to the coffee shops and not just, you know, staying stagnant in those DMs. And it's been really, really good. Like every time I meet up with somebody, I start, you know, practicing being social in person again. And I do feel like I, uh, every time I meet up with somebody, I get a little bit more confident, right? And so it's it's been definitely a transformational journey. And I think the other thing too is while I gain a little bit more confidence every time I meet with somebody, I also feel myself shedding this old version of me who was so scared of making these connections, right? It's like every time, it's like shedding that old skin that sounds disgusting but that's the only analogy I could think of is like you're coming into your new self inch by inch by inch right and so you're kind of like shimmying out of this older version of you and it feels really good even though it also feels really terrifying because you're you're coming into this new version of you and it's kind of raw and vulnerable and your skin hasn't been thickened yet to the world and it's like kind of touching air for the first time you know, but in a grander scale than just my confidence and feeling more secure in myself, 
these connections have been filling my cup so much. I mean, not all of them have stuck. You know, we're not going to click and vibe with every single person that we meet. And that's okay. But reconnecting with people, hearing their stories, you know, sharing a cup of coffee or whatever in person with the intention of making friends has just energized me in a way that I haven't felt energized in literally five to six years. Because I think in isolating myself and being quote unquote anti-connections, you know, whatever, I was trying to convince myself that I'm not a people person. Like I started to rewrite this narrative about myself that, you know, I don't need anyone. I don't need people. Oh, maybe I'm actually an introvert, um, which is a big fat lie. Your girl is not an introvert in any form or fashion. Um, You know, but I was trying to convince myself that I was somebody that I wasn't simply because I was scared. And in stepping into the person that I'm supposed to be at my core, not supposed to be in terms of someone else is telling me who I should be, but truly becoming realigned with myself at my core, again, has just energized me and filled my cup and has just made me so happy. Like I've been experiencing a happiness I have not felt in a really long time. Because I did the scary thing. And as I mentioned before in the beginning of this memo, humans need connection. So even if you are like a super introverted introvert, and we love you, you have a place here, you still need your people. You may just have, you know, a smaller circle filled with quality people, whereas someone like me, do I definitely want that that circle of very intimate and quality friendships of course of course I do but I also am very happy having different levels of friendship like the quality core and then like the friendly acquaintances actually that's probably as far as it'll go I can't do anything else that's more shallow than a friendly acquaintance but anyway I feel like you're probably picking up what I'm putting down we need human connection and what's so ironic is so many of us are so afraid of that connection obviously just like I was for all these years and it's funny because we're scared so we avoid it but it's exactly the thing we need it's like that medicine we need that we're avoiding to take because we think it's going to taste bad we think it's going to be bitter and and we're not going to like it it's going to leave a bad taste in our mouth when really it's the thing that can kind of reignite our light you know I was telling a girlfriend the other day I was at her house and I was kind of explaining to her that I'm trying to be better about not canceling, okay? Because I have been a notorious canceler my whole life. Even when I was really vibing with being super social, um, you know, you just kind of have those moments where you're like, nah, like, I don't think I'm up for this today, right? And, you know, that's okay. We all need to take time for ourselves sometimes. But that does not need to be a consistent thing. If it's becoming consistent, then it's not an every now and then taking a break kind of deal so anyway I was telling my girlfriend I was like you know I'm trying not to be a notorious canceler anymore because especially as a mom but I think this can can apply to anybody especially if you're you're working full-time whatever but I was telling her you know getting together with you getting together with others is exactly the thing that I need to feel reawakened so I'll just share my perspective as a mom. I am usually exhausted by the end of the week. I'm tapped out. 
I adore my son, but he chats my ear off all day, every single day. Um, and being a mom takes a lot of mental capacity. You're having to remember a lot of stuff. You are literally someone's snack bitch from like 6 a.m. to freaking 6 p.m. Like being a mom never stops. I mean, hell, even tonight I put him down for bed and he was still up screaming for two hours. Like it doesn't stop. You don't really ever get a break. I'm not complaining about it. It's just facts. And so by the end of the week, you know, that's usually when I'm I'm feeling really exhausted, but scheduling playdates, scheduling get-togethers sounds best at the end of the week because nobody wants to get together on a Monday. <laughs> you know, you're getting back into the swing of things. So you're not scheduling things for the beginning of the week, so you're scheduling things for the end of the week. Um, but by the end of the week, ex- like I said, tapped out, I'm exhausted, I'm not feeling it. But what's so funny, what's so interesting to me is when I get together with my girlfriends, I always leave feeling rejuvenated, you know, because as quote unquote exhausted as I feel, I'm not exhausted in the physical sense, like maybe a little bit, but I'm exhausted in that my cup hasn't been filled. I have been pouring into other people all week and no one has been pouring into me. And I won't say like no one, but you know, there's just something different when you're hanging out with friends. Like, you know what I'm talking about if you have friends. Um, And so that's what I was saying is usually these friendships, these connections are the exact medicine that we need. But again, we avoid them for fear that, that it's not going to to taste right. It's going to leave a bad taste in our mouth. It's going to be bitter or it's going to take too much of our energy or it's, you know, going to take too much effort, but we need to be refueled by other people's energy and connection. And so, I don't know, I'm kind of talking to myself in this episode, I think, when I say, like, stop avoiding other people, stop avoiding connections, stop making excuses to why you can't meet up with that person, why you can't go grab coffee or get the kids together. Like, it may feel like a lot of work at first, but it's probably the exact thing that you need to feel better. Because being alone and being isolated and trying to live your life as a hermit and convincing yourself that you hate people is no way to live, okay? You don't have to like everybody, but you do like somebody and you need to make time for them because by making time for them, you are benefiting yourself too. And more likely than not, they're feeling the exact way that you are and they need to spend time with you. They need someone to call them up and say, look, bro, life is really freaking tough and I could use some quality friend time where we can just sit back, relax with a glass of wine and chat it up. Like we all need that and we need to stop avoiding it. You know, we need that human connection. And if it's been a while since you've been out of the friendship game, I want you to know that you're not alone. Like I said, I've been at this for the last five, six months. I've met up with a handful of people. I've been trying to put myself out there at the, you know, playground a little bit more. And it's been some trial and error. As I mentioned, not everyone has stuck. And then I've also made some really good connections where I feel like we just click. And sometimes it'll feel a little discouraging when you meet someone and you are carrying most of the conversation and you're just like, oh my God. But it will be worth it when you find your people. And they are out there, but you have to believe and tell yourself that they are out there. And you need to put yourself into positions where that you can find them, 
right? Where you put yourself into positions where you're going to meet these people because you're not going to meet them by thinking about them. You're not going to meet them by complaining about how the people you're currently surrounded by aren't it. Um, you have to do the work and you have to be intentional. And again, I just want you to know you're not alone. One step at a time, one day at a time, one conversation at a time. But you need this and you need to stop putting it off and you need to make time to fill your cup and you need to make time to fill your cup by community, not just good podcasts, not just good books, binge, binging that good Netflix show. No, I'm talking real life face-to-face community where you can give and receive a hug for, I don't know when the last time you got a hug was. I remember the first time I met up with somebody and they were a hugger and I just about cried. I forgot how much I missed friend hugs, like friend hugs slap. (laughs) And you need to go get yourself one of those, right? We all need those on a regular basis. So if you've been putting off building connection, making friends, you've been a little bit of a hermit, little bit of a hermy hermit, this is your sign to stop and to go start putting yourself out there. You can do this. I freaking love you guys. Thanks for listening in. If you loved what you heard, share the pod. I would appreciate it. Um, And I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening in and being here with me today. I wholeheartedly believe that we are better together and it makes me so happy that we can connect in this way. If this episode hit home or resonated with you, it would be so awesome if you shared it with a friend or share it to your Instagram and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me to spread the pod because I could not do this without you. Thanks again for pressing play and I can't wait to chat with you next week.